For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is Luke 2.19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted, Senior senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. So I am so happy to welcome Dawn Franks today. Dawn, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here, Kathy. We did a show together, and I'm entitling that one, Women of Influence, Generosity as an Inheritance, because Dawn has influenced. I always think in East Texas we're really, really just blessed to have a high quantity of nonprofits in this culture. And your fingerprints are on all of them, if you ask me. I know you would never say that yourself, but really you can hardly turn around in this community without bumping into some worthy cause and as you begin to find out more about that, what you find out is Dawn has in some way helped them along. You're just a you're just an expert in your field, Dawn, and that comes from years of this, of service. But what I'm excited about today is we're going to talk about your latest effort, which is a new book, an ebook available, and it's available on your website, which is yourphilanthropy.com. Now, there's a dash in there somewhere. Help me with that. Yes. Yeah. The actual website address is your-philanthropy.com. Okay. And if they go there, they can find the book, the ebook, yep. Giving Fingerprints. Um, and, it, and it's free. It's amazing. Yeah. I couldn't it believe it. I just thought yep. you gave it to me because you like me. <laughs> <laughs> you got one of the earliest earliest emails so yes i did give it to you because i like well i'm very disappointed that you're not going to charge other people for that i'm just going to say and especially knowing what's in it is such a great book well thank you i wanted it to be available for anybody and everybody and i just felt that making it a free ebook was the solution to that and so i'm just hopeful that it will reach folks who are ready to think about it, you know, that if they're at the right place and the right time in their life to really contemplate what their own giving fingerprints might look like. Okay, so I'm going to quote, I wrote a column and I pulled it up in my stuff before the show, and I'm going to quote myself. I don't usually do this, but I think this is funny. So this is how I began a column about Dawn. I could call it the best family counseling we ever paid for, but we weren't there for family counseling. But if functioning better as a family is a fringe benefit, who's going to complain, right? We turn to Don Franks for some good old-fashioned advice on how to be thoughtful, strategic about the money we get to give away. And, and so 
what happened was this. I turned to you for advice. We had just gotten a new son, our first son-in-law. This was many years ago. And when we came to your office, you were so kind. I actually asked for David to give me this as a, a Christmas present, that we would sit down at the table, all the family gathered, and talk about the way we give as a family and what that could mean for us in the future. Now, we're middle-class people. This isn't like, you know, we have a foundation or anything like that. We just wanted to be strategic, and I could see I could see the advantages and the unity it would bring to our family just from hearing you talk. Because we had, we had done this exercise as a women's fund member. So tell me a little bit about what you're doing to help families. Because I think this is like a sneak attack. If you want to do something with your family and you don't want them to know it's counseling, this is awesome. Yeah. So, so when you go through a giving fingerprints exercise, it is an opportunity for each member of the family to think about what's truly important to them, the values that matter around giving. And that could be giving of resources, money. It could be giving of time, or it could just be giving of your wisdom, because those are all very important ways to to give and make a difference um, to folks who need our help in this world. Um, So when you ask everybody to go through and do the exercise and identify their own words, then invariably in any family that I've done this with, and I've done it now with a significant number of families, there are always words that are very similar and then always words that are a little different. And so it, it, it really reinforces how um, the culture of a family comes about over time and also reinforces that even within a family culture where we we do many things in the same way or we share the same holidays or we like the same sports teams, that we all are also very, very different. Mm-hmm. And, it, and so in working through that and exploring that and talking about it, you can actually find ways that everybody contributes to a significantly great giving decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yet valuing everybody's similarities and differences. Well, and I think uh, being with you in the room makes all the difference because you're so good at facilitating difficult conversations. I've seen you do it with boards and nonprofit boards and different organizations that I've been in over the years. But I also think this this book, I mean, even if you live a million miles from here and you just can download this free book on the Internet and pull it up, I think people are going to be amazed at the way you've outlined this tool. It's such a non-threatening way to bring your family together and have a really gentle conversation. I, I just love it as a communication tool. And, and the way you go about letting everybody be free to have the values they have and then talk about those in a way that compares and, and complements each other. This tool, I think people who download it are going to be really pleased at how simple it is and it's beautiful. Whoever did your graphics did a great job. And I was fascinated because the first time I did it was with Women's Fund. The second time was with my own family. I saw how well it worked there. And this time I did it for myself alone. And I thought, I believe my values have changed. I'm going to have to dig out my old papers and see what else, yeah. you know. Yeah. Isn't, yeah. That's so interesting to me. Well, it, you know, I think you can find two things. One may be that you may realize that really there are some 
very strong values that are exactly the same no matter how many times you take it. Those are oh. always going to be their, their, their core to the very core. Okay. But our experiences in life um, take us to new levels, give us opportunities to be adventurous or to learn something different. And so then by broadening, you know, our perspectives, quite often it can bring in other values and we realize that maybe this is now important today more so than it would have been five years ago. And frankly, some of that might change um, as we have children and then mm-hmm. we're raising them and then they're no longer at home. You know, we're more free to do things differently than we did for, you know, during the childhood years. So, yes, it can change, but there will be some core values that I believe will stay pretty much the same regardless. I've done it with a teenager over uh-huh. a period of time, started with a teenager and then into adult years, and I was surprised at how many of her words that she chose stayed very much the same over time. That's so cool. Well, what I like about it as a tool, this, uh, well, basically I want to just describe it. It's, several, it's like two or maybe two and a half sheets, and each, each there's maybe, I don't know how many words on there, but you you choose the words that mean the most to you, and there's a, a quick definition by each one. And then at the end, there's a place to put the ones that are your favorites. And that helps that helps you pick the number one, two, three, four. There's a place for maybe ten words yep. that rise to the top of the pile. You may love every word on the in the list, but you because of the way Dawn has designed this worksheet, you can pick the ones that are your ten favorite and even your number one and two and three favorites. So that really, I find that very helpful and easy. And what I like about it, what I, I explained it, so I could say this: what I love about this tool is. I could do this with you, I don't know, six or so years ago with my first son-in-law as he came into our family. Well, now we have, a, we have another son-in-law, and we have some grandkids that are about to be teenagers. So we have more people that we could bring into that conversation about giving. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm eager to do that. I cannot wait to do that. We have about yeah. two minutes before we go to the break. Is there anything you want to say about this process before we move on and, and go into the next? And, and maybe what are we going to talk about when we come back? Um, well, I think one of the things we can discuss is how important it is to look uh, backwards towards some of the giving you've been done in the past Ah. as you um, answer the questions and identify the important words to then figure out um, if you're on track with your own fingerprints or you really have things you want to change. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about how to create your own brand and make it true and have integrity and authenticity in the way you give so that you feel great about it. That's the purpose, really. I should have gone there first, Don. I'm so glad you reminded me. So that's what we'll be talking about when we come back, how to have authenticity and, and feel really great about your giving so that it reflects the brand of who you truly are. And uh, in the meantime, I just want everybody to know you can find this podcast and the one that we talked about giving generosity as an inheritance to your children 
at kathycraffy.com. That's K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward. And you can also go to your-philanthropy.com and find out a whole bunch more about Dawn and get her free book. It's really a short read, too. It's got that great worksheet with it. You are going to love it. So please do that. Your family will thank you, and they won't even know they're getting help. Which I think is great. I love anything free that I if I could if I could pay for it and then give it to other people free, it makes me very happy. So we're excited about that, and we'll be right back. We just want to be sure we give our sponsors and my friend Linda Linda Crater has some TV, some podcasts I want to advertise. So those will be in the break, and then we'll be right back to talk to Dawn some more. So stay tuned with us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly, with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of dynamic women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet.
Hey, we're talking with Dawn Franks, and Dawn has brought all her experience. Uh, she was an executive director for a very well, just a beloved nonprofit here in East Texas, and has also served to advise countless, you couldn't even name all the, the people who have sought advice from Dawn over the years. And now, in the last, say, 10 years, her her work has really morphed into becoming more of an advising expert to people who are donors, helping them really target what they want to accomplish with what they have to give. And Don, I love your book because I think probably all of us have experienced this where you have a friend or maybe it's one of the kids in your neighborhood and they come around with their chocolate and you're on a diet, but you just buy the chocolate anyway. Right. You know, we've all had guilt giving and, and if, I never feel good about that afterwards. I always regret it. And I mean, not always, but most of the time. So, and, and plus I have done enough asking now for the nonprofits that I love. So I respect people who know to say no at the right times. So I've learned to go ahead and say no when it's appropriate because I don't want to be a guilty giver. I want to be a joyful giver. So that's what I like about your book. It really helps people be authentic in their giving. So talk to me a little bit about what that means to you. Well, I, I believe that all of us um, have a place inside where we know that that this gift really is um, the one that, that shoots off the fireworks. It's the one that I feel Aww. the best about or the family feels the best about or I'm the most hopeful about how it's going to bring about some change. We, mm -hmm. we know that inside quite often, but, but like you said, quite uh, many times we're asked to contribute to things or we, we um, see something on television or read a fundraising letter and we write a check and later just aren't really sure that that was the best decision. Um, and I want, um, I want individuals to be able to know the kinds of things that will make them feel the best. Because I believe that mm -hmm. if we all did that, if we all gave in our perfect place, from our perfect place, that there'd be plenty to go around to touch all the different needs in the community. Because we're all different. We're not mm -hmm. all not going to give from the same place. And I also think that in getting very um, comfortable and very aware of our own style that they, we then also really are recognizing what I think of as a giving brand. Um, so you leave your fingerprint um, and or your brand on whatever it is you touch with your giving and others know that this kind of gift is what you makes you tick. Um, and uh, and that, to me, is is the most valuable way to help many organizations in a community yeah. finding that place. You know what I like about some of the things that you've taught me over the years? One thing you gave me that I really appreciate is the kind of confidence. And I never felt this way. I felt the people that were working at a nonprofit, they were working so hard. I shouldn't rock the boat. I shouldn't make them uncomfortable. I shouldn't impose. But now I know um, that I can be confident if, if I feel called or led or, like you said, if the fireworks are going off for that organization, as a donor, a person who's giving my money, even if it's a small gift, 
because I care about all that, I can walk in with confidence and I can even ask those questions that might hold them accountable and I'm doing them a service. That's a good thing. Helping them be accountable because I am willing to participate in that process with them and have a passion for the same work that they have a passion for. That's actually a great thing. But it but I think I, I learned that from you and I've seen you live that um, so often in the way that you participate with other organizations and uh, you're just you're just an epitome of that. So I want to thank you for that. But but I think this idea of a giving brand where yeah, I know what I stand for. I know what I like. I know what I I know what I'm looking for when I see it. One of the one of the words that you use in your exercise to define your values, one of them is efficiency. That one rings a bell with me every time. I like for organizations to be efficient with the money that I gave give them even if it's a $5 gift. Right. So I, I don't want them wasting that money. It's probably like the lady with the wheelchairs in the attic that you told me about with her granddaughter. She was saving those wheelchairs because somebody was going to need them. That's right. That's and right. I, and, yeah. I like the idea of efficiency, but, but whatever the value is that you that becomes your brand, that's important for you to take those values with you and, and participate with that organization and have confidence as you do it. Yes, exactly. It is. It's important, and I, I would like to also suggest to your audience that you talked about making uh, making a phone call or seeing a um, executive director or a board member or someone that works in an organization uh, and asking them questions. They actually like to be asked questions because it suggests you care and you're interested. That's the good ones do, and you and I know that's not always true, <laughs> but that's one way you can determine if somebody is really uh, doing their job or needs some coaching in that area, you know, because the good executive directors will welcome your input. Yeah, and if they don't welcome your input, you might want to take one step back and figure out, you know, analyze that a little bit more and find out what's really working there. There might be a lot to that picture. And it might be something, you know, if you have a passion about that particular work, there may be some ways that you can gently help make that a different kind of setting. So, And if you've been giving to something for a while, but you feel like it's time to make a shift, you don't have to stop giving right all, you know, go to zero. You can give less for a few years over time. So they have had, um, they, they then have time to find other donors to take your place. That's okay. Um, as you shift some of your dollars towards something else that has become important to you. I love it that that, that that's what I like about this giving fingerprints, uh, the whole concept. I think for me, it's just another confidence booster. One thing that you have done in your career, it's not in your book, it's not on your blog. I just know this about you. You do build confidence into other people. You give them the skills and the, and the, reality like the awareness they need skills and awareness to be really effective as volunteers as board members as donors so that's a confidence builder dawn i really love that about what you've done it, it is most of us um have a way of thinking about giving as being something someone else does who has a whole lot more money than we have or has more resources <laughs> yeah. for more time but the truth is we all can give. 
in some way um, that is appropriate to our particular lifestyle. And you can own that and enjoy that and feel good about that, and it is absolutely um, a very important part of who you are. One of my favorite columnists in the Dallas paper wrote an article about a young man, a little guy, he was in elementary school, and they were giving away, they were collecting socks for the for uh, some kids that were underprivileged kids that needed socks, and maybe, I don't know if it was an orphanage or some community center or whatever. So the, his teacher happened to notice that he was coming to school without any socks on because he had given away his only pair of socks. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that something? I know. So, I mean, generosity in children, that is it's kind of like the dandelion story. Uh, it's, you know, it's there. We have it in our heart. It's, it's a joy to us if we can figure how, out how to get back in touch with what really gives us joy when it comes to giving. Right. Absolutely. Um, it. Joy is something that is almost impossible to describe, to put words on paper to describe. Yeah. And the word just has a meaning that each individual has a connection to from inside. And whatever that feeling is for you, that's what you're in search of. I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of these values because I think people can understand what we're talking about better, and and you can see how these words lead to joy when you get to the ones that make you happiest. So the right. first one the first one is appreciation. I check collaboration. That's a big one for me. You would think I'd check communication. I didn't. Compassion, courage, creativity, duty, effectiveness. Equality, excellence, faith, freedom, generosity, hard work, honesty, humility, impact, innovation, integrity, justice, knowledge, leadership. I could keep going. There's another page of these. But a couple I did, relationships and respect, I, I checked those. I just wanted to share those so people could get a feeling for when we talk about a brand, a giving brand, it's like knowing who you are, your identity as a generous person. So that's what this book is about. I just love what you've done. And we have about two minutes. Do you have a big summary statement you'd like to share with our listening friends today? Um, I would just like to encourage um, your listeners to download the book and just take 30 minutes. I think in, in that short a period of time, mm -hmm. read through the book and even do the exercise. And I also want to encourage you that if the 36 words that I picked are just a few of the value words. There are many of the lists on the Internet or in books about value words. And you can look those up and find other words that are important to you. So don't limit yourself just to the words I've suggested. Really think about the ones that matter to you and then um, think about where you've been giving and if your giving has been matching uh, the, the words that you have identified as important. If not, then make a plan to just slowly begin to shift and change. I love and it, Dawn. That's so great. Learn from it. That's so great. And if ever there was a person who was wise like Yoda, it's you, especially when it comes to generosity and, and strategic giving. And so thank you for this wonderful book. I cannot believe it's free. That was news to me. I thought you just gave me my copy, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, 
But And also, thank you for being on the show today. Don't forget, you can find out more about Don Franks on my website or on hers, your-philanthropy.com. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, fellow. Got in.